on the set and we're back <laughs> we're back baby we are back happy to be here yeah me too man it's been a long week it has yeah yeah as usual the weeks the weeks run long you yeah. know but luckily we're here our listeners are listening and uh we're dadding it up like yeah. we're supposed to speaking of our listeners i mean we got a couple shout outs to yeah give. just some logistical yeah, stuff housekeeping administrative action you know the deal you know, once you get this big there's you know there's a wake and you have to surf it so yes what do i want yeah let's... so we have a new apple podcast review on our hands which is awesome thank um, you this was it's not as new it's from February 9th, and we just completely missed it. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't get notifications for such things. They've been so. just listening to the pod like, yeah. when are they going <laughs> to give me a shout-out? So this shout-out goes to LaRose KS. He said, why go anywhere else for dad advice? As a somewhat recent brand-new dad, I have to say that this pod is not only refreshing, but also unique in many ways. Dom and Sean do a great job tackling subjects that others steer away from. We do. They are witty and make every episode an enjoyment to listen it, to listen to. Appreciate all the dad advice. Love it. Thank you, LaRose I mean, Cass. Yeah, and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we appreciate it, although we are doing this for our own good. Right. But uh, we're happy that it has some positive collateral <laughs> yeah, that's damage. That's all we're, you know. It's nice that people are picking up on what we're putting down. Yeah. Um, you know, it still kind of baffles me that anybody would take advice from us, but, uh, right. you know. Uh, our second shout out goes uh, to an emailer okay. with the last name Demet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's Peter Demeter. Peter Demeter, uh, or Pete Demet. Pete Demet. Uh, he sent me a video of Sean doing squats, so that was nice to watch. And you know, <laughs> he, you know, he's proving that Sean is getting his a audition video. Done. Yeah, I did him on a. I was on a Facetime call. Right, with him he when screen I was recorded the Facetime call. How do you do that? <laughs> you don't know how to screen record? No. Oh, that's it. Classic <sighs> Apple uh, function. That's on the other side of my technology line in the sand that mm -hmm. I uh, apparently am on the wrong side of. Yeah, it's no audio, which is unfortunate because I think people are chirping and yeah, pretty mm. good. But uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds like them. Still nice to see. And How I, was my form? Pretty ugly. You had a beer in hand and you were drinking it, so <laughs> <laughs> form could not have been better. Ten out of ten. Love it. Yeah. Right. Our last shout out goes to Andrew Gross. He sent an email. Said some nice things about us. I don't want to get gushy on the pod, but it was really nice to hear. He ended the email by asking um, about Zara's um, celebrity crush that she's embarrassed about. Mm -hmm. And she is known, so Andrew knows us pretty He has well. some insider information. Yes, he does. And he, 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 know, he knows that Z's has a crush on Peyton Manning, and he wonders how this was missed. Yeah, how she didn't say Peyton Manning. Yeah, I would agree with Andrew that this does qualify as a more embarrassing crush. I, but and then I checked in with Z after reading the email, and I, I said, "What? What's going on here?" And she looked at me and she said, "I'm not embarrassed about Peyton Manning." So he looks like a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's a thumb with a helmet on. Yeah, I think Eli's the more attractive of the two quarterback brothers. Yeah, yeah. Problem is, Peyton's just so dang charismatic. That's true. Know? That guy can. Sell some stuff. I mean, it says a lot about like one got charisma, the other one got the looks. You know, you know, you can't have it all. Really. Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing they spread it around. Yeah. You know, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you all for, for the shout outs, the emails and the reviews. Yep. Um, while we're on Andrew Gross, he had come to us with an idea. <clears throat> he pitched to us a segment mm-hmm. um, that I'm happy to carry forth right now. It's called The Father Figures. So I've brought some dad stats for you. Mm. Some of them, I don't know. I kind of like these. Um, so thank you, Andrew, for the idea. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and get into the father figure segment. Love it. Okay. So the first father figure, there are a total of 72.2 million fathers in the U.S. Of 72.2 those, million. Of those, 40% do not feel they are empowered in their own home. Really? Yeah. Come on, ladies. I mean... It's time to shine a light on possibly the most oppressed group of people in the world, you know? The Absolutely. Ad- the adult male. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know? All sh- all shapes and colors, adult male, yeah. you know? This is this is not a race thing. Yeah, I read that and I'm like, where are they going with this? <laughs> so, I guess ladies need to empower their men more. I guess so. Make, so. make sure they're feeling empowered this week. Yeah. yeah. Um next father figure, approximately Are you do you feel empowered? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Yeah, it depends when the surveyor calls. Exactly. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so next one, approximately 52% of fathers say they are the primary grocery shopper for their home. 52. I mean, yeah, right down the middle, yeah. we'll call it. Or I uh, I think Beck and I probably split it about half the time as well. Yeah. It's like whoever doesn't have the kids is going to go grocery shopping because yep. it's just easier that way. For sure. Yeah, Z and I don't split it. She goes all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like grocery shopping. Yeah, I do too, but I'm not good at it. You know what I don't like is when we're out as a family and then Beck says, I'm just going to run in and grab this. And I stay in the car with the kids. And I mean, that girl, Moses, she just meanders yeah. her way around that thing. I could just picture, I just picture like picking up apples. Yeah. Putting it down, picking up a different <laughs> apple, putting it down, eating it, getting yelled at for eating the apples. Yeah. And this this is the first like fifteen feet of the grocery right. store. Yeah. yeah. I have a my biggest thing is I spend a lot of time in there too, because I just I don't plan out my shopping. I go from one side of the store to the other, back to the other. <laughs> you know, I'm just flip flopping. So it's not I, good. I ripped right through it today on Did the way you? here. Which store? Price chopper. Price chopper. I like price chopper. Seven they have the bucks. best. Uh, they got the best selection of reasonably priced, reasonable quality meat. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And uh, a little foreshadowing. I needed to buy some steak. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next one, the average spending on Father's Day gifts is one hundred and nineteen dollars and eighty four cents. <laughs> That's Com- crazy money compared to. $168.94 for for mothers on Mother's Day. I feel like both of those are higher than my household is going to be spending. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, maybe that's like an accumulative for the entire family. We're going to be arts and craftsy. So say you got four kids, Sean, though. Like that might be an accum- accumulative for the family. Four handprints on the card that we make <laughs> for mom. Get You're not going to buy her flowers? Oh, see, that's... Yeah, we're going to spend $168 on flowers. Okay. I, think I get that, back flowers all the time. I think you should be more so thinking, not like, so you get her a gift. So this is like later on down the road, kids are in their 20s. You get her a gift. Kids get her a gift. 
each one of them, each family type deal. I can tell you what, there's no time in my life that I was less likely to get my mom a Mother's Day gift than when I was in my 20s. Okay. But how's your shithead? All right. Arguably still am. Yeah, you definitely are. <laughs> um, the next one. Whoa. Uh, during the mother's pregnancy, a dad's testosterone levels decrease and the production of prolactin increases. So prolactin essentially stops what's the production. Pro- what's prolactin? Uh, You're it, answering that right it's, now. Yeah, it's essentially <laughs> uh, it uh, gets in the way of testosterone <clears throat> making in, in the old uh, testicles. Okay. Yeah. And this this is what during pregnancy you during the mother's pregnancy. So da- dads go through some changes as a well. A little sympathy, um, whatever the f. Yeah. Huh? Did you could you tell? I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Because I'm still an asshole. I feel like I was more jacked up. You know. Yeah. It's like affirmation that you are in fact a potent man. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I was I was excited. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't notice. Yeah, personally, the testosterone level. <clears throat> but I'm still, you know, in uh, going forth, I'm pretty sure I'm still going to be an asshole. With, you know. Yeah, yeah, you will be. Yeah, for a so, while. So it didn't help me much. Last one. Uh, a new study shows that fathers who share household chores with their wives tend to have more ambitious daughters. Okay, I like that one. Why do you think that is? I think that they understand gender roles maybe a bit better. Or they don't have anybody in their immediate circle that they see sort of skating by without putting in the work. So if you know, yeah. if both of their role models are working on stuff, absolutely, then, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and when I say gender roles, I think that like there, as for this scenario, there wouldn't be any gender roles as far as who does chores and who doesn't. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I think they would see that more clearly. Maybe it makes them more ambitious. I don't know. Hopefully, I mean. Yeah. There's kind of an off-balance split on the chores in both of our houses. This so makes me want to do chores more. Yeah. So. Yeah, it makes me a little worried. I might have to. Although I did I did some cleanup mm. this weekend, you know. Our uh our kitchen was a disaster as it always is because uh both of us hate doing dishes. And Beck was uh, kind of the last week or two. I've been kind of getting on her because she's going back to work soon next week. Um, so I've been getting on her about doing a little bit of housework when she's home, you know, with the girls during the week here. She's pretty much recovered. No more excuses. And she has not been doing anything, really. <laughs> she does the laundry. but uh, And she's been using the excuse that, uh, you know, it's tough with the kids. So I made sure this weekend she was gone. I had the girls to myself. So I made sure to, in the last maybe hour and a half before she came home, to clean the entire kitchen and clean every dish that we had and make it look spectacular so that I could uh, prove to her that I am a better housewife than her. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Andrew, again for the father figures idea. Wonderful pun. Love it. Wonderful segment. I think uh, I'm going to bring a father figure uh, next yeah, week. Yeah, Just turn. one. One? Well, we got a bunch out of the way here, and then... Yeah, know, I mean, they're short. We'll bring a couple. Yeah, bring, bring a couple. couple. You might want to bring a couple, too, to fill okay. it in. <laughs> 100% of fathers in my household forgot to bring the father figures <laughs> this week. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, awesome. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate yeah. it. And speaking of weeks, should we uh, should we get into Datus. what our datus is? Yeah, um, you go first. Yeah, so as I mentioned uh, before, um, Beck was gone this weekend, so I had, I'm used to the, uh, Beck works on Saturdays usually, so I'm, I'm used to the Datter Day where I got the girls to myself, but then Beck comes back to rescue me at, you know, four or five o'clock. Little uh, Datter Day Extreme this weekend. She left uh, Friday morning at uh, like 5.30 a.m. Damn. Um, which I got up early to help her get out of the house. Did not have to, but I nice. did. So I'm 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 crediting my daditions uh, with that, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't really part of mine this week. But yeah, she was gone until Sunday evening. So I managed to uh, get through the whole weekend. Both kids still alive. Uh didn't do really anything the whole time. It was awesome. Nobody was yapping at us about what we had to do or where we had to go. And uh, how long do you think until after Beck got back that we had to pack the girls up? She got back at 6.30 Mm -hmm. p.m. And what what do you think uh, for how long it took her to convince me that we needed to pack the girls up and 6.30 on a Sunday was a good time for us to leave the house. Maybe, well, I'm going to say like five minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was absurd. But um, I did have, I mean, I'll tell you what, I'm just cracking up at Nora, the, the mm-hmm. older one. She is really funny these days. She's doing all kinds of fun shit. And... Um, also getting pretty smart. She's figuring out a couple things. So big week for her. She finally figured out um, how to blow into a harmonica. Nice. Previously, she just sang yeah. with it up to her mouth. <laughs> Wasn't fooling anybody. Yeah. Um, so she figured that out. She also has these uh, big cord- sort of like uh, cardboard stackable blocks that all go inside each other. There's like 10 of them. And uh, you can pile them up or put them all in like a Russian doll. Mm-hmm. And she likes to stack them. And she got a stack that's taller than her, which is pretty tough. And it took her a little while. And um, she kept knocking the the top one off when she was trying to put the last one on. Mm-hmm. And then the like after the third time, she knocked the top one off, went down, picked it up and stacked it on another one and then picked up a two stack and put it on the tall stack. Cool. And then was just lost it with excitement. She (laughs) was uh, really thrilled. Nice. And so was I. It was awesome. Yeah. And then she also did one other thing. Uh, The funniest, coolest, smartest, scariest thing that she has ever done. I put her down on the couch to change her diaper. I didn't have any wipes, so I said, stay here. And I went upstairs to grab some wipes. I'm halfway up the stairs, and I hear her hop off the couch and go do whatever, like she does. And I go grab the wipes, and I'm coming back down. And as I'm, like, halfway down the stairs, I see her kind of, like, scurry across the living room. Mm -hmm. And then when I turn the corner around the couch, I see her scooting back up onto the couch and laying back down exactly where she was trying to act like she didn't leave the couch. Nice. So she, her sneakiness level is, uh, it's accelerating. Yeah. And she, I'm pretty scared. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would be too. My God. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So that, that was, a bit, that was, uh, the exciting, uh, the exciting week in the Keefe household. Nice. Yeah. My week was, uh, I mean, Zara's off from school, so 
she's home, baby's home 24-7, which was awesome. Got to spend time with both of them. Didn't get a ton of work done. Hope nobody from work's listening. But, uh, you know, it's just distracting having the ladies in the house. Yeah. So, you know, give me a break. Nothing wrong with it, wanting to spend time with your family. Yeah. You know? um, as for my baby, uh, she's rolling like crazy. Front to back, back to front. She's doing both ways. So you got to keep an eye on her more, yeah. which is, you know, I'm happy to do it. But also, like, it was nice when you could just set her down. Oh, just, my God. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, she's not napping at all, mm. which, uh, you know, I'm happy if she's not napping but sleeping through the night, which she is. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. If she, If it was the opposite, then I would be like, trying to work towards yeah uh, but uh yeah no i mean it's it's been you know longer days but you know she goes to bed at seven thirty and then sleeps till seven so that's awesome yeah it's nice um and then we had saturday and sunday where uh, you know z had to work uh at the restaurant so she was with me Saturday and and uh dunday i don't know what to call that <laughs> one but uh right before bed around six 15 i would put on the same album and we did a little dance we you know we danced and sang and we had some fun so i can see that being maybe a love that more of a routine it was a blast it was uh rumors by fleetwood mac which is uh just a banger of an album (laughs) (laughs) sweet yeah and that's uh on vinyl yeah sweet yeah we got quite the collection now thanks to my stepdad shout Um, out yeah shout out um so we've been having fun and then uh one thing I did, not with my daughter, but with my sister's son. He was 12 years old. We built some cornhole boards uh, this weekend, which was an amazing time and makes me, you know, hope that maybe Addie will be interested in that sort of thing or, if, mm-hmm. you know, if I have a son or, you know, the next one, whatever. It was just a really nice time to spend with him. And, uh, yeah, I think he enjoyed it too. So we, we built some cornhole boards. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Was that your uh, BNDIY project for the week? Yeah, I was going to... You know, shout out a couple things. I'm just uh, jumping segments. Yeah, I no. can tell it's irritating you. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> mind that at all. Um, no, yeah. I mean, uh, if we want to jump right into it. No. What? You don't? No, I do. <laughs> so being DIY, we built some cornhole boards. Um, essentially, you know, it's pretty much just making a rectangle and then putting a piece, the, the same size rectangle plywood cutout on top of it. You know, and then cutting a six-inch hole for the cornhole. Love it. Yeah. Um, what did you have your nephews do? Well, it was, yeah, just the one nephew. Sorry. Um, but he was pre-drilling. I like to pre-drill um, with a uh, countersink bit. <laughs> and then I and then he was also putting the screws in. So Nice. Yeah. And my tip of the week would be that don't waste your money on $14 wood putty. Uh, mm. Just make your own with sawdust and uh, wood glue. Yeah, and, and that—that's actually something you taught me. Yeah. So. And why is it better than putty? Uh, because it expands while in the hole. Nope. <laughs> Good scramble. It is better than putty because since you're using the sawdust from the piece of wood that you're puttying, mm. it's the exact same color. Yeah, that's true. But it also expands while in there. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and then once you you know you fill in your your screw hole, nobody likes looking at screws. <clears throat> On your wood projects, so keep this in mind. Yep. When you fill in your screw hole, you go ahead and sand that down, and then it, you know, like you said, matches the color. Matches. Beauty. So, yeah. I love that. Um, my uh, BNDIY didn't happen, which was my dad dishing, so mm. I failed. So I'm jumping segments Let's again. Let's do it. And here we are. You're into why I <laughs> failed. Uh, 
This segue is sponsored by me doing push-ups but not building a thing. Mm. Um, so yeah, didn't uh, I had some aspirations. I even wanted to have you over on the weekend to yeah. do some some needed uh, projects around the house yeah. that would have been really exciting for Beck to come home to. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, Saturday hit, and I was just like, "What the hell is wrong with me? I'm gonna sit here with these girls, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have nothing on the agenda." And it's uh, it was the right call. Yeah, I stand by it. Can I explain the timeline uh, timeline of events? Please do. Uh, so Sean texted a group of guys that we call the Tinker Group, <laughs> and said, "Guys, I want to move a wall. Getting real excited about it. Going to do this while Becky's away. You surprise her when she gets back." And of the four people or three other people in the chat, I responded yes. <laughs> One was in Costa Rica, and the other uh, was tapping trees. Yeah. So um, Sean, you know, then was like, yeah, you know, maybe we'll just have a video game day and just hang out inside. <laughs> to which I said, yeah, okay, sounds good. And then I later texted him and I was like, you know what, let's just do the wall. I kind of feel like, you know, maybe having another thing to bring to DIY. <laughs> and then the next day, morning, Sean wakes up. He's like, yeah, no, I think I'm going to just hang inside and just chill. So. I mean, I did say <laughs> yes to your to your That's prod. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I was like, all right, you know what, Dom's right. Yeah. He's so committed and dedicated to this. <laughs> to he's, your, yeah. He's right. At your house, I'm committed and dedicated. <laughs> yeah. But it comes to making a mess of my house, yeah. not so much. <clears throat> I'll be honest. Yeah. I mean, not 30 seconds after uh, agreeing <laughs> to that text, I knew that it was not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. I think, but, yeah. I mean, we both had good days, that, you know. Yeah. So, worked out. And I, uh, speaking of worked out, I still did my workouts. Nice. This is a segue. Yeah. And uh, I'm... Thinking I'm running into a little bit of a problem here. Um, today is the 60th day of the year. Yeah. So today I dropped down uh, completely cold and maxed out on push-ups, I which see. I'm realizing is just, it's not the way to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people need to warm up for this kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was almost collapsing onto the floor at the end of this, so I'm literally maxing out mm-hmm. and uh, no warm-up at all and just coming in cold. So I have had neck pain and upper back pain sure. uh, since then. So, you know, around right before lunch I did that and, uh, you know, self-medicating now to mm-hmm. get through it. Uh, so... <laughs> I need to figure out something because uh, tomorrow 61 squats are going to kick my ass again. Yep. And then, uh, I mean, the push-ups, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to do this day of the year thing. I think my I picked under on 72. Yeah. 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 So this it's is sounding tough. good to me. It's tough. <laughs> um, I think you you need to be doing some yoga. Yeah. I think stretching is helpful. You don't have to do yoga. You don't have to type in and follow the instructor or whatever. But, mm. you know, stretching would be helpful. My problem with yoga is the same problem that I have with a lot of other things that I that I should do, um, but don't because of uh, my uh, complete lack of patience. Mm. I get into a stretch and I'm just like, is this over yet? Like, what are we doing here? This takes forever. Yeah. I can't stand it. I don't know. If you choose things though, like, like a golfing, uh, I I have a a golfer's yoga with Adrian, which I love to watch. It's a YouTube video that I put on before I go golfing. It's uh, with the Chasing Scratch Pod guys. Watch. No kidding. 
Yeah. I did not know that. Shout out. Shout uh, out. You know, if you want to listen to a podcast that is better than ours, <laughs> listen to the Chasing Scratch podcast. It's um, That's crazy. It's the best and most entertaining golf podcast out there. I've only listened to the first couple episodes. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but because of the whole kid thing, you know, uh-huh. I, that that was a hard hard time. But um, so I had no idea. That's kind of funny. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they love it. It's yeah, she's amazing. And since COVID, I guess her business has gone booming. Yeah. Obviously, she's a YouTube instructor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I I loved it, and I feel like I play well because of it. And it, you know, you play I play well. Well, <laughs> play better <laughs> than I would do it. Anything, uh, you know, targeted at improving exactly. my golf game, I think I could. That's maybe how, suck it up. That's how I would advise you to motivate yourself. Because right now these additions are just geared towards making me be a better person or a better father, right? And that's not quite enough to push me to it. <laughs> yeah, but if it's gonna knock my handicap down a little bit, yeah, I'll sure. go for it. Yeah. So my additions from last week, honestly, you did that thing where you where you jump into another segment with BNDIY. <laughs> so I only said I I had to do three George without ask without being asked to do them. Oh, because I just cut you off. Last no, week. you didn't cut me off. But we were I was kind of. I had kind of started to talk about my she shed, and mm. then we just went right into BNWI. So it was completely fine. That's my bad. All right. No. Into product review. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to keep the three chores thing. I passed and did it well again. And Z will roll her eyes at this saying like, oh, what chores did you do? I just want to remind her of the probably 2,000 pounds worth of snow that I removed from our deck without mm. being asked to do it. Snow and ice. That's one chore. One chore. Yep. And I did a couple others. A couple others. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would like to, this week, I also challenge our listeners to do this. Ooh. Get rid of your holy socks. Get rid of the socks that you don't have a match for anymore. Get rid of them. And then go on Amazon and buy yourself some new socks. I put. I have had the hardest time. Go lately. to a local sock shop. <laughs> okay. Bezos Mr. doesn't need any Bezos money. has enough money. <clears throat> well, yeah, do what you got to do. Um, I cleared an Amazon package off my door on the way in yeah, tonight. I saw it when I came in. <laughs> no, I just have had the hardest time finding good socks lately, and I just want to get rid of all the holy socks so I know the ones that I have are good, and I have more coming. I like that. I uh, I have a I'll, I'll I'll do that. I'll add that. I've just a little sidetrack. I have a similar issue that I'm running into. I I posed this question to Beck this morning after <clears throat> uh, trying on my second pair of pants. And having it not work, I said uh, to her, "I either night I need to get in shape or get a new wardrobe <laughs> because <laughs> nothing fits." <laughs> I've just, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure who's shrinking my pants, but I think over time maybe they shrink a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's oh, yeah. it's dry in here. You know, mm-hmm. so no humidity in the winter. So it's yeah. I think that has something to do with it. Well. The thing is, like, when you put on a pair of clean pants, generally they shrink in the washer a little bit. And then over time, I don't wash my pants every time I wear them. No. So, like, over time, they get loosened up a little bit. Mm. So, like, when I put on a pair of, wet, uh, like, cl- freshly clean pants, yeah. <clears throat> I will, like, not wear them because they're so tight and then not <laughs> stretch them out again. When I, they do fit me, they're just a little tight because yeah. of the dryer. Uncomfortable. Like, yeah. today I'm wearing I'm wearing pants and they look like they fit. Yeah, you look great. But they're unbuttoned and belted. Oh. Little trick. 
You know? I honestly noticed your outfit. I was like, that's what he wears to work. Nice. You know, it looks good. I'm pretty comfortable, casual, clean, cool today. But it's like also like a little bit biz cash, a little bit, just a little. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, you look pretty good today, too. You got a quality flannel uh, top just, layer on. I just found this in one of my bins that I have just lying around the house. Go through your bins, folks. <laughs> yeah. I haven't worn it in like <laughs> five years. So I just threw it on. Under all the holy socks. Yeah. And then my last edition. Would just to be was I don't know how I could measure this, but I'd like to be more patient. Mm. Mm. And it's like maybe like when I feel myself getting impatient, just be like, "Hey, dude, you need to be patient." Like I want to do that four times or five times, whatever. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I'm not gonna do that. I'll fail. But um, I I do have an idea for for a dedication for me. Obviously, I'm gonna keep up this workout climb that I'm that I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um, ever since I came back from paternity leave, I've been, you know, we're almost back to normal now, but I've been doing more of the morning activity, uh, loading up the kids Well, Beck loads up the kids and like packs their shit up and gets some dress and all that shit, like 95% of the time. But I've been doing more dropping them off at daycare in the morning than I usually do, <clears throat> which, uh, is making me late because I'm not getting out of the house in time. So I've been kind of burning through some some paid uh, time, some paid leave, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sick of it. So this week I'm going to break even. I mean, I'm sure I'll be late. I was a half hour late today. But, you know, I'm going to net zero this week. Yeah. I'm going to owe no time nice. by the time I leave on Friday. So uh, I think, uh, you know. Back's going back to work next week. It's time to get back into the normal rhythm, and no better way than to have a uh, an actual genuine forty hours. I like that. So yeah. there's mine. I can't add that to mine because I, for me to arrive at my office would be <laughs> me to drive home this evening and then just wake up tomorrow. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah, well, it's a lot. I know you. A lot of people roll their eyes at this. Working from home takes a lot out of you. It's that green grass, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think I would perform that well working from home. Yeah, I mean, there's tons of distractions yeah. for sure. But you know, my the people that I work for have never had a work from home policy. But right. after seeing the amount of work people get done, they're I think they're gonna loosen their restrictions a little bit. We're gonna be able to work from home. Yeah. If we want to type deal. Yep. I so. think the only chance that I operate well is if I don't have the nine to five window mm-hmm. from home. If it's like, you know, get some stuff done, take a real long lunch, you know, maybe don't do anything for a while. Mm-hmm. Kids come home, pack them up, work when everybody else goes to bed because you don't really need to get up in the morning. You're not going into work, whatever, no. <laughs> you know, you're on your own schedule. I think then maybe I could, but only honestly, only if it was something like semi-creative, mm. if I'm sitting and logging or doing layouts or whatever. Making, yeah. I don't, I don't know what normal people do make sales. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do any of it. I think I would work. I work best in the morning. <laughs> Like the afternoon is when tend to, I tend to, I, you know, I get my work done. Mm-hmm. Um, but the afternoon is when I tend to slow down a bit. If I, I would work seven days a week if it only meant I had to work four hours in the morning. That's ridiculous. Why? I so badly want to work. it doesn't add work, up to 40. I want to work for, 
Yeah, that's a good deal. Uh, I want to work four tens. Yeah. Because I want three days off. Oh. You know? Two hours extra a day seems like a small price to pay for an entire day off. Yeah. You but know? imagine just getting off at noon just being done until the next. I don't know. I guess you would never have a day off. But. Yeah. That's crazy. You would have days off. Not really. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe I regret saying that. But you'd only have to work 28 hours a week, right? I mean, that's pretty good. Four times seven. 28, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still don't even think I'd go for that, though. Hmm. Even as good of a deal as, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that is, fraction-wise. 2840 mathematicians. <laughs> reduce it down. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I would rather just cram it all in. Get it all done at once. Mm-hmm. I work forty hours in one day if I could. Get that fraction. But you out. can't. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. I mean, so I'd say you worked forty hours straight, and that was your week. Yeah, that would be god awful. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't even stay up for forty hours. Thing is, you could get through your first shift, and be like, "Damn, I got all these days," and then you'd just be like, like fretting the the day that you would have to go into work. I could do 20 hours on, 20 hours off, 20 hours on, weekend. Okay. I yeah. think nurses do that. No, they do like 12. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the medical industry. Come at me, bro. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, why don't you segue us into something? Here? I got We're a little rambling. dummy quizzy corner. Love it. And we... Uh, kind of teased this at the beginning maybe season one we are going to talk about wives wives tales and like i'm just going to ask you pretty much true or false maybe we can expand on them a little bit okay um i got these from the internet i did not make them up myself i'm not a wife get it okay it's a wife tale um so yeah. if the fetal heart so this is a wife's tale and you gotta say me oh this true- is a wife's tale. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell me if it's true or false <laughs> If the fetal heart rate is under 140 beats per minute, it's a boy. False. You're looking at my sheet. I imagine they're all false. <laughs> oh, no, they're not. They're five and five, just so you know. Oh, wow. You know, something Squeeze to look a out little for. info out of you. Yeah. Um, all right. That's just where I look, by the way. Mm-hmm. So next question. I'm one for one. Well, what do I get if I win? So I'll just tell you, uh, false. Uh, generally, a baby girl's heartbeat is faster that is after birth. So I think that's where that wives tale comes Please from. Please don't say after birth. Why? You don't like that? Fine. It's a little joke, I but, do. Yeah. <laughs> after labor, uh the baby girl's heart beat is generally faster, so that's where this comes from. Mm. Um so people try think to... that before it means something. Yeah, I guess there's there's no difference between a fetal heart rate of a boy or a girl while in the womb. So uh number two you should tell your kids to wait an hour after eating before swimming. Um, true. It's false. <laughs> and I think it's a little subjective, honestly. According to the American Red Cross, it is not necessary for your child to wait an hour before going in the water. Yeah. However, they do recommend you wait until the digestive process has started. It's just so like, again, it's it started. It just, Hey, it, are you about to poop? <laughs> Get in the pool. <laughs> yeah. Not waste any more money on toilet paper. <laughs> Start training for Survivor. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's false, kind of. Okay. I'm just going to answer these the way I want to answer them. That uh, that was me trying to guess what your internet quiz said. Okay. Uh, a long labor means boy. False. 
It's true. <laughs> a study of more than 8,000 births showed a direct correlation between the length of labor and the gender of the baby. Get that head and shoulders out, and then it just were snagged on something. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> nice. All right, number four. Honey suppresses coughs. True. That is true, Sean. Well done. Honey <laughs> actually, actually forms a mucous membrane in your throat that helps soothe the affected area. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. kind of nice. Mm. All right, number five. An infant walker will help your baby walk sooner. False. Nice. It is false. Sitting in an infant walker with its wide tray and small leg openings blocks the visual feedbacks to a baby learning muscular uh, coordination. Mm. So I thought that was an interesting one. But it does trap them and keep them entertained. It's true. And I think they like them. So Mm -hmm. by no means throw your walker away. Yeah. Um, Number six, cats can steal the air from a baby's mouth. This dates back hundreds of years. Apparently. This has to be true. It's false. Obviously. This tale goes back hundreds of years. <laughs> <laughs> Way to stick to the script, Dom. When cats were often associated with witchcraft and evil spirits. So. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, ready? Uh, you should feed your fish. Excuse me. You should feed fish. Your, your- Feed your kid fish. Feed your kid fish. Feed your fish kids. Because it's brain food. Uh, well, the omega threes are real. So omega three, say, baby, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. It helps. It's very important for brain function. So, um, I don't know if you should feed that to be to infant babies, but uh, you should definitely think about having like a fish day. I think okay. maybe when they get when they're like older. Hard well. sell in my house. Yeah, but Beck doesn't like fish. No, no. All right. I fish say ahi tuna. Yum. Mm-hmm. Thumb sucking can cause bucked teeth. Yeah. That's true. Thumb sucking is discouraged. I, I mean, obviously, your baby babies come out like with they're sucking on their knuckle. Yeah, it happens in the womb. Yeah, um, yeah, they can come out with like hickeys. Right. Um, so you know that's natural. You're like, um, who are you in there with? I guess experts say that thumb sucking should stop after the age of four because this is when the most significant growth is with your gums, your jaw, your teeth. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that's the same for pacifiers and fingers. Or, yeah. You know. Nora never really did it, but Georgie is uh, self-soothing yeah. with a thumb. I mean, yeah, let it happen until four. Yeah. At, at the fourth birthday, yeah. take the pacifier yeah. out, yeah. thumb Day out. Day before, you say enjoy it. Yeah. That was the last last time. Mm-hmm. Number nine, listening to your music too loud can cause hearing it, uh, loss. Yeah, that seems true. That's true. Loud noises cause the eardrum to vibrate excessively and can damage the tiny hairs in the cochlea. Cochlea? Yeah, I just said that, right? Cochlea. Cochlea. Yeah. Well, not last one, number 10. If you go outside with wet hair, you'll catch a cold. False. It is false. Cold weather, wet hair, and chills don't cause colds. <clears throat> viruses do. Boom. People tend to get sick during the winter because viruses are easily spread indoors, and that's where you spend most of your time. There it is. So, COVID scientists. Yeah. That's all I got for you. Donnie I like Quizzy that. Corner. Donnie Quizzy Corner, another successful one. I'll tell you what, the positive feedback on the quizzes yeah. has been ridiculous. I haven't got any of it. Oh, they tell me all the time that they love <laughs> the quizzes. Yeah. I'm enough. just surprised every time. Yeah. I always think they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I like them. Great. Good. Cool. 
Well, uh, let's uh, let's get into a little uh, wives. Okay. Okay. Before, no wives tales. Before we do, I have a little bit of a call to action. Are Sorry. You, are you bumping out of my I segment? Sh- I should have said something while you were segueing. Okay. However, I just remembered. Are we sponsored by Segway? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Zara's restaurant that she works at. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with Bravo TV? I've heard of it. Okay. There's a show called Southern Charm, right? Never heard. Okay. <laughs> well, if you're if, if listeners, if you're familiar with Southern Southern Charm, I guess they have a summer house TV show on Bravo TV, and then a winter. Now they're having a winter house TV show Ooh. that is based in Vermont. What? These people, these famous Bravo TV celebrities, are coming to Zara's restaurant on Wednesday, and I said, "Z, you get me a table." At that restaurant. Should we go? Should we do a pod like <laughs> at the restaurant right next to them? Uh, no, Z and I are going. Oh, so, you and Z are going. Yeah. So my call to action would be, um, well, first, before I say that, um, I texted my sister who watches Southern Charm. I'm calling I, in a bomb threat. <laughs> I said, what is the likelihood that they air, one, they even air what the happenings at this dinner? <clears throat> and two, like, what's the premise of the show? And she told me, like, if there's enough drama, they'll air it. Oh. So my call to action is, what should I do as the table next to these people to cause drama so that I am on TV, essentially? All right, couple assumptions here. <laughs> You're assuming there's going to be, the camera crew's going to be there? Oh, yeah, they're going to be there. Okay. Yeah. Um. Ooh, all right, listeners, get at us yeah. with your ideas. Tweet us. Yeah. Yeah, I think Twitter's the spot for this. I think so too. Or just you know, if you're not a or Twitter email guy, or whatever, send us so a letter. Where can they find us on Twitter, Sean? You can find us on Twitter at Brand New Dad Pod. And if you don't have a Twitter, that's okay. Create one, okay? <laughs> it's 2021. All right, it's time you get a Twitter. Okay? Or or <laughs> you can Gmail us. <laughs> you can just Gmail us, I guess. At Brand New Dad Podcast at gmail.com. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me what I need to do to get on TV. This could be my big break. This could be my way under Survivor, folks. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> hmm. Maybe like spill my drink on him and no. like insult him by saying his ascot don't match his cufflinks or something. What if you guys get in a big argument about- Zara and I? Yeah, about okay. like like uh, like a home project or something. Oh. You know, shiplap, wallpaper, whatever the F. What if we get in an argument about the time I spend on my podcast, and then I, we plug brand new dad podcast, and the, the whole time you're just peppering it in. So what if I spend too much time on the brand new dad podcast? Available on Twitter at brand new dad pod, or on Gmail at. I think that would be good. Or maybe I should just wear like a t-shirt, ooh, like a hat. Should we make a hat real quick? Yeah. Okay. I say we get you a full outfit, like an like an outer layer too. So in the middle, you can be like, well, if you don't want to see it, and you pull off your like windbreaker, yeah, and then there's like a nut, like a t-shirt underneath it, yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay. Well, I think what will happen since there's TV there, they gotta they gotta talk to me. They gotta give me like a they gotta disclaimer. Have you sign the waiver? Yeah. So yeah, waiver. Yeah. So maybe like I'll, I don't know, I'll try to talk to one of the producers and just get me on a TV show. It could be my big break, Sean. That's why I'm looking at it. Maybe yes. like an upskirt moment. How many skirts do you have? Oh, maybe I should wear girls' clothing. Wear girls' clothing. Maybe Z and I know? should swap. Just be progressive, you know? <laughs> be like, Vermont's weird. These are some good ideas, yeah. you know? Listeners, yeah. send us something. Get crazy. Get weird with it. 
Okay. You know? Go ahead and segue. Okay, so I was riding a Segway the other day <laughs> up to this restaurant, and I interrupted a TV series, and they said that they were going to get me arrested, but that their wives didn't want them to, and that they, I don't know. Um, okay. From the From wives. wives is yeah. our thing. Uh, and I'm going to do mine first because uh, I don't think it's that good of a question. I but, liked it. But we're going to run with it. Yeah. Um, Beck, better next time, please. Um, she's wondering... If we are going to uh, want to teach our kids how to ski or if we should have somebody else teach them how to ski because they probably won't listen to us. Mm. So here's my us thing. Us meaning the parents. So it could be the women, could be us, whatever. Yeah. So I was skiing between my mom's legs apparently at six months. So I couldn't even walk yet. I mean... She's holding you up, you know, whatever. <laughs> so with that said, I would always ski with my mom. And then when she, the one time she tried to put me in ski school, I sat in the lodge and said, I'm not going with this guy. I only ski with my mom. Mm. Let's have some hot chocolate. You put on Lion King. Let's have ourselves a day. You know, I'm not going to ruin your day. Yeah. You know, let's, yeah. let's, you know, it's cold out there. You want to be inside with me. Let's hang out. Okay. I'm not going to throw a fit. There will be no tears here. I, I only ski with my mom though. So I think that. I don't know. I'll, I tr- I'm going to try to create the same the other, dependency. Does it go the other way? You know, if you send them to ski school first and then you try to ski with them, they're like, listen, if I'm not skiing with Matt from ski school, then I'm not skiing. Okay? Yeah. I don't care that we live in a different state now. Well, I think I just would like to teach teach her how to ski. Yeah. Yeah. I think Beck is going to teach our girls how to ski. Yeah. I'm going to try to avoid it. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. I uh, don't really enjoy skiing that much. I think it's a scam. You know? Why? How is it a scam? Well, it's like you're actually skiing like 10% of the time that you're up there. Yeah. And the good ski days are like one out of 10. We're talking about 1% optimal skiing. Yeah. You know? The thing is, you're paying all this money pretty much. What's the upkeep? You know, you have to groom trails. You know, it's just land that we're using. It's just land. Yeah. You know? You don't need to mow the lawn. Right. You know? Yeah. It's easy. It's not like golfing. I mean, it, it's essentially the same sort of industry where, you know, you're just letting people use it's your just, land to yeah, do something. It's just your backyard. That's a scam is what that is. It's all a scam. Yeah. I think we need to either start a ski resort mm-hmm. or, or, a or a golf resort. I would rather do Maybe a golf both, course. You know? Oh. Mountain golf course. Yeah. We'd have to buy a mountain. You know, um, you know reals, yeah, so? market's a little tough right now. You know, everybody moving out of the cities and all. It's, mm-hmm. uh, everybody's looking for their own mountain to yeah, buy. It's true. They're a uh, hot commodity. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think Beck's going to do this, this skis too, which I'm, I'm, she's going to have a blast with it. She like, she, this weekend when she was gone, she skied for the first time in a while. She loves to ski. Um, and she was telling me that the whole time she was up there, she was just imagining, you know, having the, the little girls like, buzzing around her and mm. having fun and yeah they're gonna have a blast and i'm gonna be not there at all yep because i don't i don't want to be cold and poor which is what you end up if you ski all the time oh yeah yeah no i think we could relate this to other <clears throat> sports though as well yeah yeah i mean it raises the question you know would you you know on average do you think your kids are gonna learning a skill be better listening to you or mm-hmm. a stranger here's the thing if with something like skiing, I'm not 
I don't consider myself an expert. I'm a snowboarder, personally. So I, when I say skiing, I mean snowboarding. I would teach her how to snowboard. I'm not an expert in that. I will say that I would rather teach my daughter soccer because mm-hmm. I feel I'm more of an expert than I would be in other things. Yeah. So I would rather do it there and then give her give her give to somebody her else, space for, somewhere else for anybody. Yeah. You know, for anything else. Yeah. What we need to do as parents, I think, is make sure that there's something that they can learn from somebody else on Sunday mornings or afternoons. Yeah. So that we can golf. Okay. I think that you could put her in Sunday school church. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not optimal. I thought that's where you're going. It's not optimal, but uh, I would be willing. So we can go golfing. So we can go golfing, yeah. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, I love the early morning tea times. There's nothing better. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Get out there, get it done. Mm-hmm. In the sun. Yeah. Couple bogeys, couple doubles. You know, yeah. whatever. We're not good golfers, <laughs> but. Sean is. I'm trying to get better. Yeah. <laughs> I am too, but I'm not. That's the thing. You're just not getting better. I'm not getting better, yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's a tough road, but I, you know, I spent a ton of money doing it. So yeah, you know, it yeah. All, it makes it all worth. Yeah, it. I'm having a real time, real hard time not uh, buying new irons to solve my problem. Well, I mean, tax season's coming up, tax return. True. Yeah. So, all right, cool. What do you got for a wives' question? Um, Zara decided to write down how come you don't post pictures of your daughter. Mm, I mean, it's a fair question. Yeah. I think I feel I do when I need to. <laughs> no, I, you know, I do. I did a Valentine's Day one. That was what, 14 days ago? 15 days ago? So I think that counts. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, You know, I'm not going to write a gushy comment. I think I did Baby Valentine. That's, that's Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how much, what are you supposed to do? How yeah. much, you know? So why, why don't you post pictures of your daughter, Sean? I think that was more for me. I think I post pictures of my daughter. You do. You know? Yeah. We do, Z. (laughs) (laughs) When we need to. Yeah, when we need to. I don't like posting a bunch of them. I don't ever want somebody to see what I see on social media, which is a bunch of lackluster pictures of people's kids Mm. that aren't worth posting. Yeah. Like, you don't need to show every freaking picture that you take. Show the best ones. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think if you're posting more than one a month, they're probably not good. Yeah, I don't know. Z, Z posts more than one a month. Well, they're when they're real young, they change a lot, so yeah. it's okay. That's true. You know, and look, she's a good photographer. Z. Well, she has like a camera. Yeah. You know. Yeah. She's not snapping pics on her celly. Well, I mean, these pocket computers nowadays—they got pretty a good. hell of a camera in them. They're pretty good. So Zara's real question was. <clears throat> what have you learned most about yourselves <clears throat> since becoming a dad? Mm. So, um, I don't know. You go. I'll okay. Think of it. So I thought of two things: one good, one bad. What do you want me to start with? Bad. Okay. I'm selfish. More selfish than I thought I was. In what way? I have a hard time giving up me time. Mm. And I'm very reluctant to do so. And when I do, I tend to let people hear about it. Mm. So um, I think as selfish comes, I'm on the good side of that spectrum. Yep. But I am. I need it's something I need to work on. I need to be more selfless, which brings me to our 
potentially our what's it called your the segment the philosopher segment philosopher um more on that later okay but uh let's jump right into it no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) so my second the good thing that I can't really remember at this. No. So I have good fatherly instincts mm. and and that's what I've learned. I didn't, I thought that I would have no clue and you know, I do have a clue. Obviously we haven't had anything huge happen to us. Yeah. So my fatherly <clears throat> instincts are pretty small, like the small scale stuff, but I think I've been doing, they're there and I'm, I'm happy with them. So that's what I have. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, let me uh, stall for a second and try to come up with something good. Um, I've learned that. All right, I've I've learned this is something that I kind of I kind of thought, but didn't actually know if it would um, come to fruition as much as Beck and I like to think. Um, we're kind of chaotic not really rigid with our schedules or you know planning or whatever um and i was kind of hoping and thinking that we were both going to be like perfectly okay with like a really messy sort of well this is what we do now uh type thing and with one kid it was you know one thing and now with two it's like you know a whole nother level and we were a hundred percent right. Like mm-hmm. it's we we are really comfortable in a in a chaotic environment. I I think in the moment there's still some times when like if the kids aren't happy, we sort of lash out about certain things. But like we've gotten so close um, recently. You know, I think the second baby really brings you together. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, I've I've learned that like it like n- nothing really matters mm-hmm. like n- all the things that you thought mattered don't really matter even the th- even the little aspects of the important things don't really matter you know like there's there's all these parenting standards and all these things that you want to do and all these schedules that you want to stick to and as long as you're both kind of like in it and making adjustments on the fly i mean no- like none of these things matter you mm-hmm. just got to you just got to be like in it all the way, you know, and I think that we've kind of discussed, you know, being present and everything and you're you're never going to miss out on like something that you should be doing if you're actually paying attention. Like yeah. it's, it's so easy to know what you should be doing. And I think that probably lends a hand towards having good fatherly instincts. It's like really the map is there. Like all you have to do is just pay attention and you'll know exactly what these kids need. Yeah. And you'll know exactly when your partner needs, needs a hand. So yeah, I don't know. I'm rambling, but, uh, I think, I think, yeah, we're okay with the chaos. It was more confirmation. I wasn't, I wasn't ever in disbelief that we were going to be okay with a really messy, weird, like whatever lifestyle. And, uh, I want you to, if, if, if the next, week goes the way that I think it's going to go. I want you to chop this clip out and play mm-hmm. it to me in 10 months when we have another kid. Oh, God. Uh, Beck's got her IUD uh, appointment rescheduled because uh, we didn't know that uh, you're not allowed <laughs> to have sex right before you get an IUD in. Uh, so uh, we're trying again, 
and uh, you got to take a pregnancy test right before it. So we're gonna. Oh wow. We're gonna uh, find out if, uh, <laughs> if there's anything Jesus to find Christ. out. What the hell? <laughs> well, so I was about to expand on your thing and just say that new dads out there don't expect that you're gonna have to live in chaos. Essentially, mm. you know, Z and I are pretty organized people. Uh, you know, we like to just plan out everything. Z says I don't listen to her. I, I am taking it in. And, you know, she likes to just plan everything out. We have a calendar. She puts everything up there, and mm. that's how we roll. We don't have a calendar. But, you know, I think it's important to learn the skill of going with the flow mm. and just not everything can be planned out and just yeah. kind of understand that. So, you know, and you guys, I mean, have had plenty of practice. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't, like... The whole time we were dating before we started having kids, it was kind of the same thing, you know? Yeah. It's just like... And that's that's why we love you guys. Keep getting dogs until you get evicted, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Um, Yeah. No, I think you did great. Yeah, it was a bad answer. And you prepped me on that, and I still just didn't even have an answer. But that's... I mean, it'll suffice. Yeah, you did well. If you'd like me to ramble on and try to think of something else... yeah, go ahead. 10 or 12 minutes, I'll come on to something good. (laughs) Um, do you have more questions? Uh, nope. Okay, I have a little bit of an amendment to make from last week. Oh, week's nothing pod. from the wives. I have a oh, let's go into product review. Okay, well, no, I'm just kidding. Actually, wait. <laughs> so I tease a little philosophers, and oh, yeah. Sean and I were playing video games together, and somehow we were talking about a lot of deep shit, which was kind of fun. But also, we talked about a question um, that I'm about to say to you, which is, <laughs> is there such thing as a selfless deed? And I'm going to go ahead and say no, there's no such thing. And when I look at this as a father, you may take your daughter to do something like on a Sunday while football's on and, you know, just because she wants to do it um, and that, you could be looking at that as selfless, but mm. the enjoyment she gets out of that, you will also enjoy. Yeah. So therefore, it's not selfless. Yeah, I That's mean, my example. Yeah, this the selfless, like zero selfishness. I mean, it's not zero. I mean, if you like to do a bunch of charity work because you really, really enjoy helping people, mm-hmm. like you enjoy right. helping people. So you get joy out of it. You're getting something. So, I mean, truly selfless deed? No, there is not. So my next question is how, and me saying that I'm selfish, how do I become less selfish by doing selfless deeds, which mm. don't exist? I think, uh, I think it's not about selfishness. I think you should still take as much joy out of this world as you possibly can. I think that's the whole thing. I think taking other people's joy is never acceptable. I think making people feel bad or doing something that benefits you at the expense of somebody else, that's not okay. That, that, you know, maybe is a better definition of selfishness. Um, But taking, taking some joy out of this earth... Nothing wrong with it. Hmm. So I'd say limit limit taking somebody else's joy, but uh, take all you can for yourself. Yeah, and give give to others if you have too much. Yeah, if you want to, <laughs> you know. Be selfish about what you want, and if yeah. you want to give, <laughs> then go ahead and be selfish and give. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. 
I don't know. That probably is the definition of selfishness, right? And we're just acting like we just came up with it, but putting mm-hmm. you know, your own desires above somebody else's. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to be less selfish. You kind of just have to be. Yeah, I think so too. I think it'll become easier as my daughter needs more <clears throat> from me. I mean, but are you even becoming less selfish or are your priorities just shifting and you want what's best for the family and oh. now you're just doing these things because you want to do these things? Yeah, I mean, them? you become self selfish for your your family for rather than you. you for yourself. You know, individual yeah. selfishness. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the easiest philosopher father yeah, ever. Yeah, piece of cake. Yeah, that was a good one. Something to think about. Yeah. If you guys have opinions on it, we'd love to hear from you. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, I don't have a philosopher father question, but I do have a. I have two questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one, I'm just curious how long you've wanted to be a dad. I've, I think I've always wanted to be. Um, as far as me being ready to have a baby, it was like pretty quick. I would say like three weeks. Um, <laughs> and then I made the decision like this is happening now. Um, so, it, you know, like we had just bought a house. Finances were in good shape. We said like, look at, are we going to do the wedding thing? Or are we going to go baby route? And mm-hmm. Sarah was leaning towards the baby route. And I said, I thought about it. And then, um, yeah, it was pretty quick that that decision. I've always wanted to have kids. I always knew yeah. I wanted to be a dad. However, that decision that I made, you know, was pretty pretty fast. How about yeah. you? Um, I think the same same exact thing. I was I've always wanted to be a dad. I've always envisioned uh, being a dad. Yeah, I've always been looking forward to it. But just like you, just kind of never thought that I was ready for it. Um, and I'm not even sure that that I really knew that I was ready for it before Beck told me that we were going to have a baby. Yeah. I was in hardcore denial. <laughs> She's like, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. I'm like, no way. And we actually found out a year ago today. Whoa. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Happy peace stick anniversary. Yeah, I know. It was nice. I was watching, was it? It wasn't the Masters, but there was a golf tournament on. Maybe Waste Management last year around this time. Mm, I don't know. But I was watching that, and she came down and shoved that thing right in my face. (laughs) (laughs) She was telling me she was praying for like two weeks, and I was like, no way. Stop. But yeah, March 1st. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is March 1st. We don't have mustaches. Oh, I've been thinking about doing it. I was thinking about doing it, too. I haven't. I haven't shaved fully. I like what you got going on. Yeah, I haven't shaved fully since June 2019. So, Wow. You get at remembering dates. Well, I couldn't tell you when Beck told me we were pregnant or the last time I shaved. Well, so I'm I'm a history major, so dates have always been... I've always been good at dates. But uh, uh, for the beard thing, I was... Last time I was clean shaven was when we went to France. So mm. I remember that pretty easily. Yeah. And then... My de- my grandfather's birthday is March first, so um, that's how I remember that. We, you know, she told me she's pregnant on March first. Nice. So, yeah. I don't think I've been clean shaven uh, for like six years. Yeah. I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been clean shaven, uh, except for a mustache. Yeah. Uh, it, last year. I, I think. That. Would you say that it would be easier 
for us than it was maybe for like uh, like a like our dads or maybe our older siblings. So like for my brother, for instance, there was a time talking about fatherhood or shaving beards. Shaving beards. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Um, I think th- that there was a time when like if you had to go to a wedding, it wasn't acceptable to have a beard. Oh yeah. But the beards are in now. Oh yeah. You yeah. Know? It's way easier for yeah. us. We have basically have free range to do whatever <laughs> exactly. the hell we want. Exactly. So that's super helpful in the the length of being <clears throat> unshorn. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Um, I think a lot of things are easier for us, um, you know, just even in, in terms of like parenting. I mean, I know it was not really the role of the fathers so much. I mean, maybe it was more split in our parents' generation, but definitely the generation before them, it was not at all what it is mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And there was like no parenting that the, the fathers actually did. Um but so I, I think it's like, I think it's easier to be a parent when you're like in it all the time instead of like being on the sidelines and working all the time. And then mm-hmm. then it's like, like, what do you do if something happens? Like if your wife gets sick or when like now you are a parent all of a sudden, yeah. you got like a five and a seven year old and like have never done anything for him. I mean, that sounds oh, crazy. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd rather just be in it all in from mm-hmm. the beginning. You know? Yeah. Um, all right, I got another question for you. Sure. How have uh, your aspirations shifted since becoming a dad in terms of career and life goals? I think I'm a better employee now. Um, I fear losing my job. <clears throat> Not that I am at any risk. It's just, you know, you have a more motivation to do well and go higher. You want to mm-hmm. make more money. You want to keep your job. Yeah. So I think... Yeah, I'm 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 a better person to work with, better person to have uh, um, employed, mm. because like I, you know, I like I said, you you have extra motivation to work hard, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I disagree though. What? Uh, I I think that I do a better job um, since taking my life in general more seriously, but the goals have totally shifted for me. Mm. I mean, <clears throat> I have always wanted to be in control of my own employment and income. And whether that means like, you know, doing freelance stuff or owning my own business or whatever, I've always wanted to like, maybe it's a pride thing, but just wanted to like be in charge. I, mm-hmm. I have never really liked having a boss. Um, and... I think I just wanted to have this thing that I could grow and put my name on and have to my own. And now I do. It's not a business. It's two beautiful little girls. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, filled this void. And now I put all my attention and, you know, energy into these things. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really had the the desire to do all that other stuff. So it's definitely shifted my uh, my goals for sure. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> my family goals, I don't know. I, I, again, I whenever I, I think about this question aspiration-wise, um, I once aspired to play pro soccer. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, that changed when, you know, I got out of college and just realized it wasn't a good, you know, I would have to move away and mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, I didn't want to move and I was ready to start my life with Z. 
So, but like, I look at, again, it's all career-based for me. And I, you know, of course I aspire to have a wonderful life for my wife, potentially, and my, my daughter. Um, but I think that, I don't know where I'm going with this. Well, let me just cut in. Sure. You know? I, uh, I'm just, I was thinking about while I wasn't listening to you, um, (laughs) that like, I've never really known what I want to be. You know, Mm -hmm. when I was in high school, I thought I wanted to be an architect. I went to college for it. Turns out it's boring as hell. Uh, changed over to engineering. Turns out it's hard and a lot more fun to party. Then just worked in a bunch of bars, tried to do sales, worked on a farm, then landed at, uh, you know, a small company with a good friend and have been there for a long time but still don't know what I want to be. Mm-hmm. But I do know that I want to be a good dad. Yeah, but I think part of that is also being able to provide. Yeah. Um, which, and, you know, another... I got job security like a motherfucker. No, I'm yeah, you, do, you absolutely do. And um, I just think, for me, like, having the baby has... Like people may look at my job as like something not very attractive, you know, and, you know, feeling that people feel that way doesn't make me feel too great about it, too. But it it has given more value to what I do because of the benefits are phenomenal. Yeah. And prostitution should be legal soon. (laughs) The the benefits are phenomenal. I can take time off when when, pretty much whenever I need it, um, given a certain amount of time Mm -hmm. um, requested. And. You know, I just the you know the pay's you know I'm not gonna don't go say into phenomenal. That. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. So I you know I think that like I've I've found more value because of my daughter in, mm-hmm. in what I do now. Yeah, yeah, and really I think as they grow a little bit older, maybe I'll drive back in because you know I have said before on this pod that like I want to show the girls that they can do whatever and be whatever and create something and that they don't need to follow a path. So mm-hmm. obviously the the best way to show them that is to, you know, do it right in front of them. So yeah. um, maybe, maybe that will change. Maybe I'll just seize opportunity a little bit more as uh, we get into that position. Um, and I mean, you do probably have a little bit more time when they're really young. You just there's no time to do like any of this stuff. Um, and I still do, you know, have the desire to create something cool. You know, I it doesn't need to be something big, but I I do really like the idea of having you know my name on something that is unique and creative. You know, it's always it's always been something that I've wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so so who knows. Uh, but I will say I have backburnered the need for creative control and independence in my career uh, ever since mm-hmm. I had kids. So to wrap up, what? So I guess to answer your question, I would say that my aspirations have more so changed since having a kid to, to, for my career, essentially, mm. um, to, to, so I can have security down the road and security for all of us. And, and, and I have gone the opposite direction. No, no which is, you know, and your family asp- aspirations. So yeah. it, it's not, neither one is good or bad. Yeah. I would say that they're both perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it comes from, but, uh, 
I've failed enough times in my career pursuit that, you know, I'm settling for a happy family. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, I feel very uncomfortable with how we just, I don't, I don't feel I represented w- how I feel very well. That's this whole this podcast. For me. There hasn't been a single time that we've said cut and hit pause, and that I've been like, I think we, we yeah. said exactly what we meant. <laughs> that went well. So I think, but yeah, I think we both have family and career. <clears throat> I don't know for sure. And yeah. if, if I didn't, if I wasn't in a position where I had a job that I was, you know, happy with and didn't make enough money to support my family, then things would be totally different. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was out on the street, for instance. Yeah, like, like me. Like, yeah. <laughs> then things would be different. Working from home, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> Just have a sign up. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, I mean, this will probably be addressed later on a, uh, you know, on a different pod um, in an amendment section that mm. we can start doing. Right yeah, now, we should. Start I'm prepared. Doing it. I have an amendment actually Go to, ahead. to make too. Um, you had brought up last time about your ex girlfriends. Yeah, that's what I was about to amend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> go on. You want me to go? You yeah, want? go ahead. Um, I was talking to Beck about it, and uh, and we were, you know, she was saying that she like completely after. She had a knee-jerk reaction to the whole segment, mm-hmm. but then after thinking about it for a while, completely sided with you. Oh, love and, that. Uh, and felt the same, that like she, you know, when you break up with somebody or they break up with you, you're, I mean, you spend a lot of time with that person. You like a lot of things about them. They're, you know, you're really close to them and you just miss them and you miss, mm-hmm. you know, having the friend that you had. Yep. Um, and I, uh, I completely disagreed. Yeah, I figured. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, every, uh, person that I've dated, um, up until Beck, I, I always, if any of them are listening, I'm sorry, but I never really looked at any of them as like a friend. Mm -hmm. Like they were a girlfriend. Right. They were, you know, the, the person that I wanted to date. They were the person that I was attracted to or whatever. (laughs) But we get it. Okay. <laughs> but I will say, like, that's, that's, that was different with Beck. And that was uh, something that was new for me. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the thing that stood out. Like, I knew immediately that she was my person. She was, she was and is my best friend. And that was never the case with anybody that I had ever been with. You know, there's all these different aspects of like who you, who you're with and why. I have never been with somebody and thought this is my best friend. This is actually who I want to be mm-hmm. hanging out with. You know, yeah. Um, Beck just cracks me up. She's hilarious, accidentally all the time, and uh, is a ton of fun. And more importantly than anything, lets me be. Uh, me and I'm more comfortable being me around her than than anyone that I've ever been with, um, male or female. Mm-hmm. So uh, I should have said that last time and I didn't. So I would like to amend that. Okay, so my amendment. I mean, I I hear what you're saying, 100. But you completely disagree. I don't disagree either. Um, I more so want to. So 
you know, when I came home and talked about it with Z after she heard the pod, she just, she mostly um, was questioning the relevance to what we actually are here for. Um, so how does that? Let me cut in. Z, this whole thing <laughs> is about getting the podcast experts off the ground. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what this whole thing has that been is about. True. No, so she was more so questioning the relevance, and I'm here to amend, you know, what I said and and kind of make it, uh, you know, how I would bring this to my daughter as as a dad. So how how this makes sense? She's just keeping us in in parenting podcast. Yeah, yeah. So my thing is is that yeah, I talked about time and the time you spend on somebody. Um, I want to teach my daughter that you know. This is not going to sound good, but yeah, put doubt in your mind right, right away and say that something early. sometimes things don't work out. And maybe this is right after she goes through a breakup. And, you know, I want her to treat that with maturity. I want I her say to treat you tell that. tell her right when she starts dating somebody. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so I want her to treat, you know, a breakup with maturity and with respect for the other person and just you don't want to burn bridges. You know, you spend a ton of time. Again, I go back to this time thing. You spend a ton of time with this person and to have that, you know, relationship completely erased off of like whatever, if you had pictures that are are now taken down, Mm -hmm. if you're, if you're trashing, talking them behind their backs and just having all these good times that you spent together erased, that's not a good way to behave. And like, say, you know, 10 years down the road, you, you find yourself like talking to this person again, you're going to feel awful for those things that you did. So I just want like maybe to pass that along to my daughter and, and te- obviously teach her respect and maturity. Yeah. And I think I can do that by, you know, treating Z with respect and maturity, our yeah. relationship with respect and maturity, you know, and I think to what you, you had said, like, you know, um, your relationships you had never seen one as a best friend type thing you know that's fine i just think that (laughs) (laughs) you 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 know you date somebody because you you want to spend more time with them um you know if you can get things because they didn't work out to end amicably i think that would be the ideal situation yeah um and again i just Again, I don't feel like I'm describing this very well. Yeah, but. you're not. But I think <laughs> what you're trying to get at is that you want your kids to have the ability to zoom out and look at the bigger picture. Exactly. And just realize that you you can't have this tunnel vision on this bad taste in your mouth. Mm. This is still a person that you care about on some level. Right. And that you should treat them like you care about them. And you want them to take that with them to everything else that they have, whether it's a job that they want to leave or whether it's a, a, a sport that they don't want to play anymore or a friend that they're not close with or anything. You know, you just want them to be able to zoom out and look at the bigger picture and say, you know, this is a this is a person and I should treat them with respect. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I agree. And I, you know, and I always didn't do that with my past relationships. And yeah. that's why I've been thinking Who specifically about it. would you like to apologize I'm not going to, to apologize to anybody. But I just think that, you know, you should, there's a certain level of respect you need to maintain mm-hmm. for everybody, no matter who they are and what they've done. Yeah. I mean, other, you know, I'm sure people have horror stories about how relationships have ended, in which case you never talk to each other again. And sometimes that's warranted. Yeah. But other times people get together, they don't work out. That's unfortunate. However, you you got to keep in mind that 
in like in situations where there's kids involved, you have to keep in mind like what you know what the, the big picture. Like you said, zoom out and realize you know understand what's going on here. Yeah. And there's more at stake than just the relationship between you two. Yeah. I mean, if the kitchen's on fire, you can still save the house. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know. It's a great metaphor. Put out the fire, you know. Yeah. Burn so, it down, collect the insurance money, build a better house. <clears throat> yeah, so that's my amendment. And I hope I you know, I did some, myself some justice. I think you're inching towards what you actually want maybe to say. Maybe next I week. I think spot? maybe by next week <laughs> you won't be able to get it done. Again, I just it, it ultimately comes down to I'd like to pass on to my daughter what I've learned from my past relationships mm. was which is just to have respect and yeah. just to be mature. Yeah. The end. Yeah. You know. Do you think that lesson is even able to be learned when you hear it at a young age from somebody. I think it's more so uh, behaviors that you observe as at a young age. In terms of behaviors that she's going to see in you or? Yeah, behaviors in myself, in, you know, my future wife, Zara. And, my you know, even other relationships like, you know, her friend's parents or, you know, yeah. it just so... If you're a friend of my daughter, your parents better shape up when she's around. Or else Dom will get mad at them and then forgive them yeah. because there's a bigger picture to think about. Yeah. <clears throat> Ultimately, I think it's it just comes down to just having respect for other people. And you can, yeah. and again, that's observed behavior. You just can respect <clears throat> everybody that walks into your house. Is it observed behavior, though? I mean, I just... My parents are both very respectful people, and I have been an ass basically my whole life, and the only thing that is steering the ship in the right direction is me crashing into icebergs and realizing that it hurts. Yeah. Like, I've the the only thing that has taught me lessons is doing these things wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you what, ever, do you, what do you do with that? Do you ever consider that you're special, Sean? <laughs> I am as special... Uh, as I am, and I have passed on that to my kids so me, already through me, the DNA. Let me put it this way. The the expectation that she'll observe my behavior and, and, and you know, put that on, like, <clears throat> do with that, you know, add that to her values. Yep. Um, you know, I feel like it's a good place to start. You know, worst comes to worst, I'm respecting other people. That is... The best thing that you said on this podcast. See, the thing is, if I'm able to write things down and prepare. You wrote that down? No. <clears throat> yeah, that part you didn't write. That was the only good part about your amendment was right there. One thing that this podcast is Good place written. to start and the <laughs> worst case scenario thing. I'm going to stop right Off there. Off the cuff. Yeah. That's perfect. Thank That's you. podcasting, baby. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's leave it at that. Okay. What do you uh, say? I love it. Yeah. Um, maybe hit a little product review, dad joke, get the heck out of here, make sure. some steak. That sounds good. Uh, my product review, another amendment that I made. So I teased. Oh, I love the amendments. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to come back. I teased the uh, this app that we're using, the Thundercloud app. Yeah. And I never said what it was. <laughs> so uh, shout out to Wonder Weeks. It's a, it's a wonderful app. Um, it pretty much... Just talks about developmental leaps that your baby is going through. Um, they do that with a, like a weather forecast type thing. It's it's kind of mm-hmm. funny. Um, and so far, they've been pretty dead on. Yeah, and these things are. I'm just going to jump on. Go ahead. Um, 
they're really, really handy to have because yeah. Dom, as Dom and I have joked about, like we don't really know when anything's supposed to happen. And um, I don't know if anybody else does, but we for sure don't. Um, so Beck, um, and I assume Z found this thing, not you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Beck has a, a very similar app. might be the same one. I don't know. Um, but sometimes you look it up and it's like, oh, this week they're going to like want to, they're going to start like playing with a rattle or whatever. And maybe they just started a couple days ago and you're like, oh my God, yeah, they're right on track. Or maybe they haven't. And now you just put a rattle in their hand a couple times the next week and then they start using it and then boom, they have that developmental thing, which mm-hmm. you probably weren't going to put a rattle in their hand in the next 12 hours. But since you saw it on the app, you did. And now they're right on track with something that maybe they weren't going to do for That's who true. knows when. So yeah. it's just a really helpful uh, reminder. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's a wonderful app. Wonder Weeks. Check it out. Um, my actual product review for today's pod is the Love to Dream Transitional Swaddle. Mm. Okay. So as I told you, our baby's been rolling over. We kind of have to be wary of that when we put her down for bedtime. Um, this transitional swaddle essentially allows you to... It's, uh, the, the traditional swaddle puts their arms down by their sides, um, down by their hips. Um, this transitional swaddle brings the arms up top by their ears and they're swaddled uh, with their hands above their heads so that the rolling won't occur. Mm. And there's, you know, zippers on the on each arm, so um, as they get older, whichever stage they're going through, you can unzip, and then eventually they have both arms out. Um, and, you know, my daughter can't sleep that way. She needs to be, you know, she needs to be, uh, I guess, harnessed or whatever you want to call it. I, not harnessed. What, what word am I looking for? She wants to be uh, just pretty much held still. Um it comforts her so uh, we haven't done the arms out yet but it, it is an option so the love to dream transitional swaddle love that um i don't have a specific product but i do have a few things to uh look out for and avoid so this is a negative product review for no product in particular because i don't want to put anybody down got to zoom out look at the bigger picture don't hold it against them um we have these stupid bathtub crayons that they're supposed to use in the tub and draw on the side of the bathtub. Don't get them um, for a bunch of reasons. They don't even work that well on the bathtub. They work better on everything else, which they will start using them on because you're training your kid to just draw on the walls. Yeah. Uh, so don't get them. They're trash. They just crumble and get wet and gross, and they're going to eat them, and they're going to draw on the regular walls with them. And they're, they're, they're nasty. Don't get them. Um, also... Uh, pop-up books are awesome. All these kids' books have that thick cardboard paper, and that's all great. Um, but some lunatics like to make these baby pop-up books with regular paper, which is idiotic, and your kid will just grab it and rip it right out immediately because it's not strong enough to stay there. So do not buy uh, thin paper pop-up books mm. uh, for, your, for your babies. And the last one is... Uh, something that probably a lot of people have on their their baby registries and you don't want it on there um a a wipe warmer uh don't do it you don't need it i love ours you do not need it i disagree wholeheartedly you do not need it <laughs> if you live in excuse a cold me, house excuse me let me finish okay <laughs> you do not want to end up being one of these parents 
that ends up with one of these kids, okay? They can't stand the cold wipe. They can't stand a swaddle that doesn't have their arms in the exact right position, okay? This is how you create a monster. It isn't. You do not want a wipe warmer. So all of a sudden, you went from the guy who doesn't want... So I made an argument about how it's not good to put kids in swings. And you said to me, you don't want your daughter to like things. And now you're going to tell me that her liking a warm tush is a bad thing, Sean? I'm worried about what she's going to dislike, which is a regular wipe. She doesn't mind the regular wipes. BS. Swear to you. And you're going to diss my swaddle now? <laughs> which is just ridiculous because my daughter sleeps from 7.30 to 7. It's, a pro- it's, it's, it's proven. Listen, I'm a little jealous. My youngest doesn't even like any swaddles. See? Hates them. Um, And my oldest one has had plenty of time to settle into a nice sleep schedule, and she's a lunatic that lives her own life. Yeah. um, Which is definitely our fault. Uh, But I stand by my picks. Fuck (laughs) paper pop-ups, fuck uh, bathtub crayons, and especially fuck wipe warmers. You don't need them. They're pointless, and that's how you create a princess. Yeah, I mean... uh... It's it is pointless, but I mean, Zara and I were worried about having a cold house. We don't, you know, our house. Let me ask you this: Sure, if she likes, if she's fine with the regular wipes, mm-hmm. why would you ever use the wipe warmer? It's just we don't we we're too lazy to freaking unplug the thing and get it out of the freaking the the uh, nursery. I don't think we're gonna use it during the summer, Sean. You're telling me using this, wipes are already warm in the summer. Using Sean. this extra thing yeah. is a result of laziness. I don't buy that. And I specialize in laziness. Is there something wrong with my daughter liking a warm tush? Yes, there is. <laughs> there isn't. Yes, there is. <laughs> get a wipe warmer. Don't get a wipe warmer. If you care about your listen, kids. If you <laughs> listen to this podcast and you have a wipe warmer, unsubscribe. <laughs> oh, my God. Right now. We can't afford for you to unsubscribe. Please subscribe. Um, I, I cannot wait. You're going to amend that. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I like the white border. It's not only oh, it's about what you like. It's yeah. not what about what's best it's for your daughter. Only, I get it. It's warm on my hand too. Oh, not only, there it is. Yeah. There it is. So think about that. Yeah, I I thought the fear was for creating a princess, no, what not I, already being one. No, what I do with cold wipes, and you can call me an evil person, but I'll pull her her uh, onesie up. You know, obviously get get the poop or pee or whatever, and then just. Take a wipe and just slap it right on her stomach. Not slap it, but just like toss it down. Yeah. <laughs> and then her arms go up. Like, oh, it's fun. What's well, a fun it game fun. that we play? Fun. And like, she likes it. Yeah, yeah. For the listeners out there. She yeah, likes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. likes the cold wipe, but she's also privy to the to warm wipes too. I mean, life's about balance, I guess, folks. That's what you learn here on the Brand New Dad Podcast. Sure. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm about out of stuff. Uh, what, do you, what do you got? Anything I'm else? done. Well, let's say thanks to the listeners. Um... And then get the F O with a little a little dad joke. Yeah. Um, well, but do not do not hesitate to reach out to us with any questions, comments that you have. We're available on Twitter at the Brand New Dad Pod, not the at Brand New Dad Pod. And uh, our email is brandnewdadpodcast at gmail dot com. That's correct. And uh, hit us with a Apple review if you want to be shouted out, um, yeah. because we'll shout you out eventually. And we are gonna 
have to do a giveaway at some point here with the Apple reviews. So we'll give it one more week, and then yeah, Sean's gonna make a T-shirt. Yeah, or a windbreaker. I think now that, <laughs> oh, I'm, now that I'm thinking about you ripping off a brand new dad podcast windbreaker at your fancy dinner to get on yeah. TV, and then there's like a brand new dad pod tank top underneath, and they're like, "Why is he wearing a tank top?" <laughs> it's March. <laughs> So, folks, don't forget to tell me what I need to do to get on TV. Yep. Thanks for listening. And, uh, hey, Sean. Hey, what? What weighs more, butane or water? I don't know. Well, butane is a lighter fluid. (laughs) 